the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League, your number one source for all the league's top headlines. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Welcome in, everybody. Justin Kinner with you here and excited to bring on our next guest coming up here in just a moment. But first, just a reminder that all guests and interviews are brought to you by health and wellness company Zervita, changing lives for the better through nutritional and performance-based products and opportunities. And we'll continue on with our Reach the Horizon podcast. Last week, we were able to speak with the two new head men's basketball coaches within the Horizon League for Purdue-Fort Wayne, the Mastodons, and, of course, uh, Robert Morris, and uh, two young head coaches who are entering the league and, and adding depth to the league. But uh, I'm excited to bring on our next guest, a current, uh, obviously, basketball coach within the conference for Cleveland State, uh, Dennis Gates, the head coach of the Cleveland State Vikings. Coach Gates, welcome in, sir. How are you? I appreciate your time this morning. How are you doing? Good. I mean, how? what is life like for you right now? I know that everyone's just itching to get back out on the basketball floor, yeah. and uh, I'm not making light of everything that's going on, but uh, you got to make lemonade with the lemons provided for you. So what's life like for Dennis Gates right now? Well, for me, I'm just connecting as much as possible through Zoom. Uh, obviously, it's a great mm-hmm. platform that allows us all to be connected and also FaceTime. Uh, I think our team is being connected as much as possible through, through that, our staff, uh, the same. And we're just trying to develop our, our program day by day. And it's, it's, it's allowing us to also, in the silver lining, uh, spend more time with our families, uh, our business to be successful. You have to be absent from your home. But this time has allowed us to uh, obviously be home under our roof and and obviously build relationships that way. Uh, I spoke with Coach Tool last week. Uh, new, you know, obviously head coach for Robert Morris coming in, and then Coach Kaufman for Purdue Fort Wayne. Just your thoughts. I mean, you're one year into the league as a head coach for the Vikings, but your thoughts on the two new programs being added uh, to the depth of the Horizon League. And I love the coaching lineups uh, for all the programs within the conference. I think the coaching is very deep. These two definitely adding to that, along with yourself and others. Yeah, with Co- Coach Kaufman over at uh, IPFW. I think that gives us a program uh, in our conference with an unbelievable rich tradition state of Indiana mm-hmm. uh, basketball. And there's no doubt about it. Uh, their success is well documented. Coach's success is well documented. And I'm looking to continue to learn from him. Uh, no different than we've learned or I've learned from each coach here. Uh, coach Tool, uh, his success, one of the youngest head coaches in the country when he first took over at Robert Morris. And obviously, NCAA ramifications for him and his program through the years. Uh, I just respect both those coaches, both those universities, and definitely welcome them into the Horizon League. Uh, and it definitely adds a depth to our uh, to our league altogether. Every head coach I ever talked to always says that they're only as good as their assistant coaches. And I've been very impressed with the coaching staff that you've been able to put together. Um Look, I mean, there wasn't, and I don't mean this in any disrespectful way, but when you took over, there wasn't a lot of optimism about where the program was going to be last season, just with losing a lot of players and the coaching turnover. You did a fantastic job. Uh, you and your staff did. Just When you look at back at the results from last year and what you were thinking the season was going to be like heading into last year, how did all that shake out? And uh, I'm not going to ask you if you were surprised by how it turned out, but what was your overall reaction throughout the season as you started noticing things gelling and coming together? Well, I knew I wanted uh, some young young coaches that potentially in 10 years from now, we could or people could look at the team picture and say, wow, all those head coaches were on the same 
on the same team, uh, on the same staff. And I wanted guys that had growth potential in this business, guys whose potential uh, exceeded Cleveland State or even the Horizon League. Uh, for example, our video coordinator, Steve Wright, uh, he just got a job at Bowling Green State University as the full-time assistant. And those are the types of uh, things that says I hired uh, the great, a great staff. Uh, we have Rob Summers, who's one of the best coaches in, in the country, I think, uh, especially for the position that he coaches. He's a post coach, seven foot guy in his own right, played for John Beeline. And obviously Drew Joyce III, uh, having a guy with his pedigree, his coaching uh, philosophies, and he's grew, he grew up in a home of a coach, but obviously his name resonates in Northern Ohio. Uh, Ryan Sharball, who's a graduate assistant at Florida State, he reset his career as an older, non-traditional student. And then he got his first opportunity at Bradley for a great head coach, Brian Wardle. And I was able to hire him. We was able to have him here. And we're lucky to have him, man. I just think our staff all together is what allows us to have the success that I think uh, we could have in our future. Uh, the most important part now is trying to keep us all together because those guys are so, so good. And people are recognizing that. You look at your roster. Uh, you mentioned Steve Wright, by the way. Again, a Dayton guy. Well, I'm hosting this podcast from Dayton. So, yeah. uh, but Tory Patton, uh, Tory Patton, one of my favorite players to watch play in the league. Just so much grit and so much passion and energy. Just talk about some of the the key pieces on your roster that were, you know, you again put together a great coaching staff. But to get uh, the players to buy in and to play as hard as they did last year, that was a win in itself, I'm sure. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I think the most important recruits when you take over the program are the guys on the roster. We inherited uh, Aljabon Eichelberger, but before he averaged three points, three rebounds, and obviously he began to ascend up the charts, have a little bit more confidence, and we utilized him in the correct ways. And and obviously being able to get the best out of him, and it, it's, it's, it allowed him to reset his entire college career. Uh, Torrey Patton the same way. He didn't know me. I didn't know him, but I knew his junior college coach and his junior college coach. As soon as I got the job or it was announced, uh, contacted me uh, and said, Tori's a great kid. He allowed me to understand his personality. And at that point, I, I my expectations of Tori were realistic and I didn't expect him to do more than what his junior college coach, who has had the utmost uh, success uh, out that way. Uh, but having hit those two guys in this program has definitely helped in addition to Deontay Johnson. And, and I'll tell you what, man, I'm lucky. Uh, our staff is lucky. Our institution is lucky to have these young men represent themselves the way they do. But more, more importantly, uh, the academic part, man, my first semester, we got a 3.2 GPA, team GPA. And this past semester, only our second semester, we ended with a 3.7 GPA and 11 guys on the dean's list. So we're winning in, in certain categories, and that's going to spill over into the court. When you look at right now how COVID-19 has impacted all of sports at any level, whether it's, you know, youth, elementary, whether it, you know it's middle school, high school, college, pro, whatever, it's obviously impacted every level. Um, how much has that impacted you guys as far as your scheduling goes uh, with not knowing the future, whether the season tips off on time or not? Have you taken a different approach to scheduling? And what is your scheduling philosophy as far as what kind of matchups you like to see on your schedule? Well, as it relates to scheduling, we, we had on have on paper an unbelievable schedule uh, where we're, you know, going to Duke University. We're obviously going 
to Kentucky, but also Nebraska. And obviously we're, we're in the Paradise Jam in the Virgin Islands. Uh, I think right now higher education as a whole is just not a athletic, uh, you know, thing going on. It's, in, it's impacting the entire higher ed industry. And I think our leaders, our leaders in our states, our leaders on our campuses are doing a great job putting their minds together and doing what they need to do to keep our student athletes safe and our staff safe. Our president here, Harlan Sands, and our athletic director, Scott Garrett, uh, their leadership has been tremendous. I'm excited to have those guys uh, at the forefront of this as we uh, navigate it. But also, they give me confidence they, that we'll make the right decisions. They give my players and our entire institution confidence that we'll, we'll make the right decisions. But right now, uh, no decisions are made, uh, but we're just going to proceed naturally. Uh, our guys are intended to come on campus and on, I believe, August 3rd. Um, so we're just delaying it a little bit, just playing it safe. And, and I think that's the proper protocol to take. But also listen to the professionals in the medical field. Right. That's the most important part uh, in this. And once again, the message from our president and athletic director is the safety of our student athletes. How has uh, recruiting impacted? I mean, are, uh, we debate this all the time. I do an afternoon sh- uh, afternoon show here in Dayton. And uh, look, I, I think that talent could be found anywhere. Obviously, everyone has a different opinion on that. How You know, when you look at AAU and that being limited as far as this summer, does that impact recruiting, not just for your program, but for, for all programs? And, and how heavy of an impact does a regular season for high school basketball play into your ability to go out and, and recruit? Well, the thing is this, uh, whenever you're out there recruiting, you're, you're meeting strangers and you're hoping that you can convince them in a short period of time that you are the best person, uh, you know, for that three or four years of their life, that you can give them significant uh, amount of information that will help them navigate uh, the ups and downs, highs and lows when the ball stops bouncing. And although it's a fleeting moment, it's a lasting impression. So my my entire deal is being able to get face to face, no matter how we do it, uh, obviously with FaceTime and now Zoom, it allows us platforms to get to know these guys the best we can. And that's what it takes away. It just takes away the opportunity of us getting face to face in their environments, whether it's their home, whether it's their campuses on at the high school and obviously them coming to our campus. Yeah, it's delayed and altered, but once again, we got to understand as coaches, uh, it's an adjustment we have to make. And we're in a business and profession where adjustments help us win games. So mm-hmm. we're, we're flexible enough here at Cleveland State. We're confident enough here at Cleveland State to be able to show uh, the same things that we could show. And that's our personality, our transparency with these young people, with their families, to let them know we're the best place for them. Uh, to continue their education, but also impact their lives uh, for years to come. We were talking before the interview started about Norris Cole. Uh, again, former Cleveland State Viking has had success. I mean, he won state championships. He won Horizon League championships, yeah. two NBA championships, uh, you know, overseas. All he does is win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and to have him be such a, a huge endorser of, of your program, what is that like having Norris, you know, being so close with Norris and still having him be as close with the program as what you guys are? Well, I think it's it's very important because the same amount of pride, the same amount of success that he has had here uh, is something that our young men should look forward to trying to, uh, you know, emulate. Uh, Norris is an unbelievable role model. He has done his job as an ambassador of this university. 
uh, one thing he did, and and I speak volumes of that young man was, uh, you know, he 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 presented at our graduation. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, obviously, class of 2020 will always be remembered as a class that got interrupted, but also something was stripped away. And that was that experience to walk across the stage for most of these young people. And Norris Cole, uh, immediately, as soon as President Sands asked him to be a part of it, you know, he was excited. And that's the type of excitement we want our young men to have when they move forward into their lives after basketball or even graduation to, to pour back in the place that helped build them, uh, because it is an important time in their life. Very impressionable at that age. And, and Norris Cole, man, he's, he's a world-class dude, uh, without a doubt. We look at his stats and his accolades. He's an be- even better person uh, than basketball player, and that's a lot, a lot to say. All right, Dennis Gates, Cleveland State men's basketball coach. Good enough to join us here today on Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Uh, You know, you won co-coach of the year last year yourself and Coach Scott Nagy at Wright State. Um, I follow Wright State closely just living here in Dayton, and I thought that was uh, a fantastic gesture on your part, by the way, when Wright State played at Cleveland State and you presented Uh him the game ball after. I thought that was, uh, you know, high class. And just shout out to you on, on your accomplishments this year. I know it's about the team. Most coaches and all coaches say that. But I just want to say congratulations on a great first year with Cleveland State. And I've heard nothing but great things about the job you and your staff are doing uh, with the Vikings. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, obviously, I'm humbled to be mentioned in the same sentence as a coach Nagy. Uh, he's done so much uh, for the game of basketball. And obviously, presenting him with that game ball after his 500th win, a lot of coaches don't reach that pinnacle of their career. Uh, and it's something that that should be done more often, uh, whether win or loss, um, you know, I said to myself, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's still an accomplishment to pour into the amount of young people that he's poured into through the years. It's, it goes beyond basketball. He's impacted mm-hmm. lives. And at that moment, uh, I, it was important for me to to acknowledge him in front of our crowd uh, just just because he impacted the young people he had. Uh, has impacted through the years. And and it's about respect. Uh, we all are on the same team. And the number one goal is changing the lives of, of, of the people we coach and impacting them. Uh, even 20, 30 years from now, um, you know, along with the words that parents have said, they also mention the word coach. And whichever coach has the opportunity to play that role in the lives of these young people, you know, we don't take it lightly. And Coach Nagy has done it. Uh, the right way. So that was a moment in time that I, I really wanted to to present to him that ball. Obviously, we didn't come up on top. Our guys fought, uh, but our crowd was able to get behind us and obviously get behind uh, Coach Nagy. And that was that was just one of them things, man. Uh, as it relates to Coach of the Year, I just think that's an award. A piece of it belongs to a lot of people. It belongs to the educators and coaches that poured into my life. Uh, it, it belongs to George Ravelin and, and Leonard Hamilton, who who impacted me as mentors for me. Uh, it belongs to my players and obviously my staff. So although it's an individual name on it with a logo of our conference is definitely a piece of it belongs to my players and my staff and a lot of people that helped me along the way. All right. Well, Coach Gates, I beyond appreciate you taking time and spending some time with us this morning. I'm just excited for, uh, you know, football season to get here and and hand it off to basketball. I'm hoping for the best with everything that's going on in the world right now. It doesn't hurt to hope. And that's what we need more of right now. So I'm looking forward to the upcoming season. Looking forward to seeing what your program does. Thank you. Thanks and go Vikings.
Absolutely. Take care, Coach. Appreciate your time. Bye. All right, that was Coach Dennis Gates, head coach of the Cleveland State Vikings, who was good enough to join us here today on Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Just a reminder that all interviews are brought to you by health and wellness company Zervita, changing lives for the better through nutritional and performance-based products and opportunities. Uh, we release a weekly podcast every Wednesday. You can find a new episode waiting for you in your Apple iTunes and Google Play Store, which is where you can uh, obviously subscribe and download to the show. But once you've subscribed and downloaded the podcast, this podcast will be made available to you every Wednesday uh, is when we release a new one. And last week, again, Coach uh, Andy Toole for Robert Morris and then uh, you know Coach John Kaufman uh, for Purdue Fort Wayne was good enough to be our guest last week. So uh, just being able to catch up with with these coaches around the Horizon League uh, has been a fun experience for me just to kind of see what everyone is up to during these times when there's no there's no blueprint for what you have to do. Uh, there's no rule book for what you have to do during a time, you know, during a pandemic. And I think that everyone's done a fantastic job. Thank you for tuning in. We'll do this again next week. Until next week, this has been Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League.